right with some more college basketball action here for Wednesday, January 11th. Got a great slate of games on tap for today, so let's jump right into it. So we start out in the American East as Vermont takes on UMass Lowell. Vermont comes into this game as the 90th overall team in the hot tippet power ranking. UMass Lowell is the 216th overall team. And, you know, overall, it's two teams that I've talked about quite a bit this season. I mean, UMass Lowell has just been playing very, very good basketball. They're 14-3 and on the season, looking to bounce back in this game after the road loss to Albany. Certainly not a great performance for them in that one. And it's Vermont. It's a Vermont team that's also coming off of a loss in their last game against New Hampshire, um, a game where they didn't look very good either. And it was a Vermont team that really struggled early in the season, going two and seven. Um, you know, since that stretch, have gone six and two. But overall, it's just not the same Vermont team we're used to seeing. They've struggled a lot more on the offensive side of the ball this year than they have in years past. Have been a decent shooting team, um, but not like we saw in the past. A 50.9 effective field goal percentage on the year and hitting 34.3% from beyond the Yark and UMass Lowell, on the other hand, has been a very, very strong shooting team this season. Certainly gets the upper hand in that category here for this game. A 53.8 effective field goal percentage for them on the year. They're also hitting 36.9% from beyond the arc. Everett Hammond is really the star of the show for the UMass Lowell offense. He's been an absolutely outstanding shooter for this team this season, hitting 39.2% from beyond the arc. Currently their lead scorer with 12.3 points per game. But it's not just the offensive side of things where UMass Lowell has been a strong team. They look pretty good on the defensive side of things as well. Their shot defense has been very, very strong this season. Not to mention, they've looked really, really good in the turnover department. Defensively, they've done a great job forcing turnovers this season, forcing turnovers on 21% of their opponent's possessions. And that's one area that Vermont has certainly struggled with this season. Defensively, not great in the turnover department, really struggled to create those extra possessions only forcing turnovers on 15.4 percent of their opponent's possessions and while vermont still remains the team to beat in the american east and then will probably go on and win the conference um like they always do it's not going to be an easy opponent here in umass lowell umass lowell has been very very strong this season and it's been a vermont team um that has really just not looked the same as they once were this will be a very very tough test on the road against two teams coming off of losses I think UMass Lowell bounces back at home and stays undefeated at home this season. Taking them minus one and a half here against Vermont. Next up on the card, we head to the American as Memphis takes on Central Florida. Memphis comes into this game as the 30th overall team in the hot to bit power ranking. UCF is the 75th overall team. Both these teams have been playing good basketball this season. Both have 12 and 4 records on the season for Memphis coming to this game following the win over East Carolina in their last game. But it's a Memphis team that has struggled a bit against some of their better opponents um, here this year. As far as UCF goes, you know, outside of the game against Houston really have been very, very dominant um, and, and played very close even in their losses. Coming to this game following a win over SMU and, and shooting wise, UCF has done a a great job shooting the basketball this season overall a 50.7 effective field goal percentage on the season and they've been really good from the perimeter hitting 35.7 percent from three this season taylor Hendricks has been an absolute monster for this ucf team 14.5 points per game for him also pulling down 6.7 rebounds per game but um it's not like it's a bad memphis team obviously you know they're they're up there near the top of this conference with ucf obviously with the houston's of the world um as well memphis 
a 51.3 effective field goal percentage on the season, but they've struggled a bit from the perimeter this season. Haven't been a great three-point shooting team, only hitting 31.7% um, from beyond the arc. And, and offensively, they're definitely not a bad team. Defensively, they haven't looked bad either. Um, but UCF has been very, very strong in the rebounding department this season, pulling down 37.5% off the offensive glass. You know, Taylor Hendricks, obviously a major, major contributor in that category. Um, but defensively, these two teams are fairly even as well. Memphis holding their opponents to a 45.9 effective field goal percentage, um, while UCF giving up 44.9 effective field goal percentage. UCF has also held their opponents to only 30.1% from beyond the arc. Memphis struggling just a bit more, but not by much, 31.9% from beyond the arc. But it's a Memphis team that has kind of just played some, some close concerning interesting whatever you want to call it games this season ultimately um you know they're 12 and 4 going into this and in one of the top three teams in the american this year but ucf has also been very very strong this year they've looked really good at home and in this matchup i think memphis is really going to struggle on the road in this one taking central florida minus five and a half here against memphis Next game we'll take a look at here on Wednesday's card is Campbell taking on South Carolina Upstate. Campbell comes into this game as the 240th overall team in the high to bet power ranking. South Carolina Upstate is the 288th overall team for Upstate. Come into this game following a win over High Point in their last game. And while non-conference didn't go great for them, it certainly wasn't bad. Um, they have looked very strong here in Big South play. They got a 3-1 conference record coming into this one. And it's a Campbell team that on the other hand has struggled a little bit here to start conference play coming to this game following a win over unc Asheville, only one big south win on the season for them and campbell just really hasn't been a great shooting team this season they aren't terrible a 50.4 effective field goal percentage on the season also hitting 31.9 percent from beyond the arc but but just not nearly as good of a shooting team as upstate is here in this matchup richard clemens though on the year for campbell leads them with 12.8 points per game but for upstate a 51.2 effective field goal percentage and they've been great from beyond the arc hitting 34.2 percent from three Jordan Graney leads the way with 16.1 points per game. He has been great for the South Carolina Upstate team. And defensively, it's a South Carolina Upstate team um, that just plays some great basketball, has a really solid shot defense, only allowing 50.1 effective field goal percentage on the year, also only giving up 31.3% from beyond the arc. Campbell struggling a little bit more, giving up a 52.8 effective field goal percentage and 34.6% from beyond the arc. I think going on the road here in this game, Campbell is really going to struggle against the South Carolina Upstate team. Um, that has just been playing some great, great basketball here to start Big South play. I think they get another conference win here in this game, taking the money line, minus 105 here against Campbell. Now, before we get into the second half of Wednesday's show, if you haven't already checked out hottipbest.com, head over to the website at College Basketball, NFL, NBA, NHL, UFC, horse racing picks being posted up on the website every single day. So make sure you take a look at all of that so you don't miss out on any of that stuff. Also, follow the Hot Tip Bets main account at Hot Tip Bets on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter to stay up to date with all the stuff that's being posted over there, as well as my personal account at Hot Tip Bets Chris on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, so you don't miss out on any of the content that I am putting out, as well as on Best Amp, can get early access to all the picks and get a notification every single time that i place a bet and last but definitely not least if you're watching here on youtube hit that like button subscribe to the channel hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future uploads and most importantly drop a comment down below let me know who you guys are betting on here for wednesday let's get into this final three games 
Next up on the card, we got Boston College taking on Miami. Boston College comes into this game as the 127th overall team in the Hot Tibet Power Ranking. Miami is the 48th overall team, and it's a Miami team that has looked very, very good this season. They're 13 and two overall coming to this game though, following the loss to Georgia tech um, in their last game. But, but overall it was a team that just looked very, very good during non-conference play. Um, as far as Boston college goes, they do play a close game against Duke in their last one, but overall their season has really just been fairly average. The eight and eight record really does show that um, before Boston college, you know, have not been a great shooting team this season, only a 45.8 effective field goal percentage on the year they're also only hitting 27 percent from beyond the arc they're the 357th worst team in the country when it comes to the three-point shot this season not to mention they haven't been a great rebounding team offensively either only pulling down 28.7 percent off the offensive glass offensively it's just a boston college team that has some problems here this season and miami on the other hand has looked fairly good i mean they're not without their own flaws certainly um, but they've done a good job shooting the basketball at 53.1 effective field goal percentage on the east season only hitting 31.8 percent from beyond the arc but when you compare that to boston college um that number is very very strong actually um and they've been a very very good rebounding team especially off the offensive glass do a great job with their second chance opportunities hitting 33.3 percent from beyond the arc nomad armir leads the way with 9.5 rebounds per game he has been a great um guy down in the paint you know pulling down those rebounds for this miami team and not to mention it's not just the offense that has been good for miami this season their defense has also looked very very good their shot defense especially has been outstanding only giving up a 48.8 effective field goal percentage on the year and holding their opponents to 32 percent from beyond the arc boston college struggling a bit more giving up a 50.2 effective field goal percentage and the 36.3 um three point percentage isn't great considering how bad they've been in their own right from beyond the arc and yeah they were able to keep it close against duke in their last game but coming off of that one um i really think they're going to struggle on this one it's a team in boston college who has just not looked good away from home this season i think going down to south beach they struggle against this miami team taking miami to win big here at home minus 11 and a half against boston college Next up on the car, we go to the A-10 as Duquesne takes on St. Joseph's. Duquesne comes into this game as the 181st overall team in the Hot Tibet Power Ranking. St. Joseph's is the 183rd overall team. And both these teams come off of losses in their last game. Duquesne losing to Richmond. St. Joseph comes off the loss to Fordham. And, you know, while St. Joe's hasn't been the best team in the world this season, they certainly have put up some decent performances. They haven't been all bad, um, but they've really struggled to shoot the basketball this season and have just not been a great team in that department only 48.4 effective field goal percentage for them on the season also hitting 32.6 percent from beyond the arc eric reynolds the second has been a decent shot score though 18 points per game for him but offensively it's just a st joe's team um, that could use a bit more production and it's duquesne team that has been fairly strong shooting the basketball this season offensively a strong team a 51.2 effective field goal percentage for them on the season also hitting 37 percent from beyond the arc have really been good um offensively from the perimeter this season um and day day grant has been a great shot scorer for this duquesne team 15.9 points per game for him not to mention defensively duquesne has been fairly strong this season only giving up a 49.2 effective field goal percentage will st joseph's giving up a 51.2 um st joseph's does have the slight edge as far as perimeter defense goes only allowing 33.6 percent from beyond the arc while duquesne giving up 35.2 percent um but it's the duquesne team that i've really loved how they've played this season um 
they've just been offensively such a strong strong team and they're going to be a problem for a lot of teams in the a10 this season i think st joseph's struggles even at home in this game i'm taking duquesne minus two and a half here against st joseph's now we head to the Sunshine State for the final game of the day. Florida Atlantic taking on Florida International. Florida Atlantic comes into this game as the 71st overall team in the hot tidbit power ranking. Florida International is the 246th overall team. And, you know, for Florida Atlantic, have been very good this season. Obviously, they're 14 and one overall, but they come into this game with the second longest active winning streak in the entire country this year. 13 game winning streak. Um, you know, got the win over Charlotte to extend that in their last game. And overall, it really doesn't get a whole lot better than what Florida Atlantic has been able to do here to start the season. Um, as far as Florida International has gone this season, you know, a solid overtime win against UAB on Saturday. Certainly an impressive performance in that game. And, and offensively, they're not a terrible team, but they have struggled struggled a bit um, shooting the basketball this season only a 52.5 effective field goal percentage for them on the year really have not been good from three only hitting 30.1 percent from beyond the arc and when we look over to florida atlantic really have been a very very good team offensively shooting wise you know up there with the, the best teams in the country this season a 55.4 effective field goal percentage on the year and hitting 38 percent from beyond the arc ali john martin leads the way with 13.2 points per game this season and it's not just the offensive side of things where this FAU team has looked so so good this season they've been strong on the defensive side of the ball as well their shot defense has been very very good but one concern I really have for Florida International coming into this game is the rebounding have not been a great team um, in the rebounding department only pulling down 25.5 percent off the offensive glass Florida Atlantic pulling down 30.4 percent off the offensive glass Florida Atlantic has also been much stronger on the defensive side of things as well pulling down seven 75.4% off the defensive glass while Florida International only pulling down 67.4%. Not to mention, Florida International really relies on that upbeat, fast tempo style of basketball to get things done. And that's going to be a very, very hard thing to do against a Florida Atlantic team that likes to slow it down, play their style of basketball, um, and really just grind out some of these games. I think Florida Atlantic gets a pretty big win here on the road. I'm taking them minus 10.5 here against Florida International.